0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That makes
1: sense. No, I understand why, um, it does that to me now where it'll ring from the actual laptop instead of in my headphones. It's because for the family call, I, I turn the audio back to, uh, you know, external.
0: Oh, okay. I gotcha.
1: So we do, we do family Zoom every Sunday and I just change it back. Don't even think.
0: Yeah, your family, uh, I think they like, I think you guys like each other more than mine does. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we do this. We 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 have a Zoom or not a Zoom. We do like a FaceTime every once in a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Not a lot. And we live far away. We you, theoretically we should be doing that more often than most people.
1: I hear uh, you. Um pa-
0: like no pandemic or anything. And yet we don't.
1: <laughs> I really I really got to give credit to my aunt Linda cuz she was the one that organized it uh you mm-hmm. know from jump. And it was like, okay, we have a lot of birthdays coming up in this cluster of time. So why don't we just get together over zoom and, you know, see how everybody's doing. And it just kind of stuck. So yeah, she's, she's the culprit. She's, <laughs> she's the hero. She's also the one that helped D and I get our, um, our vaccinations. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, she oh works. yeah. I
0: had a full on meltdown about that.
1: Yeah. Earlier. Yeah, I yeah. can imagine. I saw that, and I'm like, "Oh shit, Lex is gonna be
0: yeah freaking out." I I literally had to take medicine and take a nap. It didn't mm. help that I didn't sleep well anyway. Yeah, like the night before. Uh, I talked to my cousin though, who's a nurse, and the article that I found said it was six to 13 days after was yeah. when they developed the, uh, and today is day 13. Well, me. let's,
1: let's give context for the, uh, people listening in 2055. So, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're currently still in the COVID pandemic and the coronavirus yes. era of, uh, what you used to know as the United States of America. And at, at this time, we've been informed that the Johnson and Johnson, uh, version of the vaccine has, uh, a side effect for a very small section of people. Yeah.
0: It's literally like six people out of 7 million is what they've found.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, I really think it was more irresponsible the way that they handled it. They just were like, we're pausing it. They didn't give anything to look out for. They didn't give any more. Like, They're just like, oh, no, we're just doing this out of caution. I'm like, okay, wait, what about the 7 million people that already have gotten this vaccine like me?
1: Right, and I can can understand it from a couple different (laughs) angles. Um, But first, I just want to give note, like – I understand exactly why it got to you. Like, why it, why it like raised your alarm because it's like, oh yeah, it's only a small amount of people, but that small amount of people are young women. And it's like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. yeah
0: it, young awesome. women in my exact like age bracket. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's only affecting women. And like, I saw some people comment to be like, oh, I guess we should just use this on men or whatever. I'm like, okay, but. <laughs> Fucking! What do you right now? Lots of people have this in their system. Right. It just it just and I did I I of course I didn't have any side like those side effects or anything like that, but it just it freaked me out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, and then the healthcare system in America, I, you know, I'm like, okay, am I even going to be able to get treatment if this happens? I I spiraled.
1: It's the I same. Spiraled. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of like what we were talking about last week when I was telling you I was scared. About going to an an ER at this time in in history. So what I was going to say earlier, I understand both angles of this. I understand why they paused it or why they felt like they needed to, because it's already. Yes. We're at a point where they fast tracked everything and people are highly scrutinizing any vaccines that are that are out right now. Of course, the conspiracy theorists, you know, Um. But then on the other hand, to your point, like, yeah, it was kind of dumb in the fact that, like, yes, it's still doing what it's supposed to do. This is the same amount of people, if not less, that would be affected by those miracle drugs that they advertise with old people running through the park and throwing frisbees right. to their dogs. It's, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not really that they did it. It's the way that they did it that pissed me off.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because they didn't, they didn't give, like, any information of like you know oh you should be fine after x amount of days or give more details about it Mm -hmm. they just were like there's like six cases of this we're pausing it and everything i'm like okay man what what about all of the people that have got like i have also have one of my best friends and a family member like she's she just got the exact same vaccine a couple days ago Mm. so i'm like okay cool
1: and i feel bad for people (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. I feel bad for people who were scheduled to get it today, only to wake up and find out, you know, yeah, that they can't.
0: It's. I know it's like next to like no, like it's it's literally like one in a million basically. But it just, you know, I'm already a, a you know hypochondriac person. I've already had struggles in this pandemic. Um, it's actually kind of broken me of a lot of it though, because I'm like, well, you can't control shit. Like, yeah. I think that. That's finally been cemented in a lot of different ways in my head. But it doesn't change the fact that you're still going to have issues. True. So, you know. Anyway, that was fun. I'm yeah. Better now. I'm yeah. not thinking about it now. Um, I also saw something later after my panic attack had, had uh, dissipated that it, they're probably only going to do this for a couple days. Mm. Like, Like they're literally going to probably unpause it. That was like some tweet insider tweet or whatever that I saw. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. You you didn't give enough details when you paused it. It's one thing to pause it. It's another thing for you to actually give people information that they need considering people are still getting these vaccines. Like, like you said today.
1: Right. Um, right. That's just so, wild. Yeah, it is definitely <laughs> wild. And, you know, for those who uh, were disappointed today, for those who are, going to have to scrutinize it even more as we go on um you know i my heart goes out to you i hope everything you know lands the way that it should uh i know that it was the the other two are still going strong you know so that's yeah and it was it
0: was a moment too where i was like i was almost like should i not get the johnson and johnson vaccine should i wait and get the pfizer like I had that debate going on a lot in my head right Mm -hmm. before I left to get my vaccine. So I was like, (laughs) motherfucker, it it just, it was a lot
1: to deal with. It's like when you buy, on a a very, very minor scale, it's kind of like when you buy something new, yeah, and then immediately it goes on sale the next week. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah, that same kind of feeling
1: almost, except, you know, life.
0: Right, did I make a mistake and everything? So yeah, Yeah. luckily I have very, you know, smart people who are in the medical field, in my life, who I kind of reached out to and my cousin was like, no, I think you're in the clear. Like, I think yeah. you're OK. And I was like, logically, yeah, that's probably the case. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, very shit. true. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad that, you know, you're doing all right. and that.
0: And, yeah. And I'm at the I'm actually at the immunization point now. Wonderful. Tomorrow. So the 14 days out. So
1: that's right. So the podcast is fully immunized now. Yeah. All of us. All all two of us are.
0: <laughs> that's was gonna say it would appear so.
1: We are immune. Yes. Okay. Yeah so <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad of that. Um man, like I got a lot of like grown up responsibility shit on my mind this week.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a weird week. <laughs> It we is. can acknowledge that going into it it just feels weird like we're both very busy with all of our crap going on i've got I'm in like finals mode and all this studying and you know dealing with all of that stuff and yeah, yeah, the it's, world is crazy as per usual, you know
1: part of it is is getting back to life you know as as close to normal as it can get, you know um I haven't had a car for the past several months because my lease ran right. out and I was just like, well, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be responsible and just not have an automobile sitting out front, you know? Right. And sure enough, I mean, it, it worked. It was a, it was a good choice, but now we're at a point where the office couldn't reopen at any time. And gotcha. honestly, I, I feel like on a small scale, I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a minor hypochondriac myself. I don't want to get on a train. Like, I, I feel anxious about being around people. We, we went outside today to, uh, to clean out, uh, Dee's car, ironically. And yeah, there were people walking around without masks. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, people? Like, even if you are fully immunized at this point, I don't know that. You don't know if I am. They're
0: outside, right?
1: They're outside. Yeah. But I'm saying like, just even getting close to somebody walking past them on the sidewalk like yeah. at least the courtesy I mean, I of pulling it up. I go out for up.
0: walks. I go out for walks and I, I don't have a mask. If I if I see someone coming up, I'll go in the grass. Like I'll I'll maintain distance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean being in a tightly packed neighborhood city, <laughs> it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, you should have that ready at all times. At least at least for the show. At least to just go, no, "Hey, absolutely. I care about you. I care about yeah. me. I'm going to cover up my face because obviously yeah, neither so one if of I've us knows. that
0: situation, I would totally do that. No, 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 yeah. no,
1: for sure. I agree with you there. So we were out there doing that. And yeah, man, I was feeling anxious. So I'm like, see, yeah, I, I got to do something. I can't. We're, we're going to have some, some problems like that going forward. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, I'm going to look into uh, seeing about getting a new mode of transportation or, you know. That uh, means. A, gently used mode of transportation
0: a batmobile yes a matmobile,
1: a Mat-Mobile yeah. if you will
0: yes that <laughs> makes sense oh uh, yeah so like you're you're dealing with that getting a car is always stressful
1: man it is one of the probably top three things that i hate to do because you know that car dealers are out to fuck with you. There's, there's no, yeah, always. there's no way around it. They're going to use their knowledge of their insider lingo and all these uh, manufactured deals that they have, and of course the uh, the imaginary. I'm gonna go talk to my manager right now, and see if we can get you a better deal. It's all Ugh, just such. It's no. a, it's a dog and pony show every
0: it's time. It's a trick.
1: Like, yeah, it's so stupid. Every time. Did I ever tell you about what happened last time I went to get a car? No. Okay. Maybe. I don't remember. If you don't remember, I didn't tell you what happened last time I went to okay. get a car. So there's a dealership around us that I'm going to name by name because fuck them. And, mm-hmm. uh, in, in prior dealings afterwards, they've, uh, given me a hard time. Autobar Nissan in Evanston. Uh, we went there because, uh, the, the past couple of cars that I got, I worked with them to get. I had a good relationship with, uh, one of the salespeople that previously worked there, he was, uh, unfortunately, uh, let go. And <laughs> I had, I just walked inside unseen, but I knew that I had a, a lease, a lease that was about to run out and I was about to trade it in for a new car. So D and I are standing there. We're looking at the car that we want. And you know, you have to do the waiting game. They have to let you look for a little while so they can walk up to you and be like, Oh, you see anything you like? You know, that whole fucking song and dance. Right. So as we're standing there. And I'm already anxious and I'm impatient because I'm like, let's just get to it. I see all the all the dealers in the break room off to the side. And it's all glass windows, these big, you know, wall-sized glass windows. So you can see right. everything that's going on. Right. And there's like five of them in there. And all of a sudden, one of the bigger guys goes over to a dude that's sitting down and just rips the loudest fart right on the dude's <laughs> shoulder at his oh face. Oh, my God god everybody is laughing at him they are Why just like are
0: ah,
1: these are what? grown men these aren't men? even young men that's not
0: boys they're like come on i mean that's boys yeah they, they might be in man bodies
1: i mean and this come is like on. in the middle of a day on a saturday and their customers in the store and he just rips one and i'm like everyone can see you i'm thinking about it okay and so the guy gets ripped on everybody's high-fiving and then the guy who was sitting down the one who got farted on is the one who came over to ask if we need No. so the dude and i just got like the i got the fucking like uh tina belcher grimace on my face the whole time because i'm like I, I i really hope he doesn't try to shake my hand oh man you i don't want to just
0: be. leave bud <laughs>
1: It was time, a like, nice
0: time to remind you. You can
1: just leave. <laughs> that's a very good point, but you know them incentives they
0: they get you. So I mean, every dealership's <laughs> gonna give you incentives and try to like give you a good deal.
1: That's true, but so. sometimes like the customer loyalty incentive is is a little bit better. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially if you've gotten several that's vehicles true. leased from them. But anyway, anyway, I digress. So he comes up. He's he I he's nice at the time. But the next thing that happens sets the tone for the rest of the afternoon. And that's when things went downhill. He goes, Hey man, my name's Marco. Anything I could do to help you, just let me know. And he goes in for the hearty handshake and I don't shake back. And I'm like, look, man, I'm sorry. If, I got to ask you to go wash your hand before I shake it. Cause I just saw you get farted on over there. And I'm like, I didn't want to say anything, but I literally just saw that. And he has, you could just see like the glass break in his mind. As he's just like trying to grin through it. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I know it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for me to even mention it, but look, I, I don't want to shake. You understand. Right. And he's like, okay, I'm go. This is
0: the most awkward, (laughs) just secondhand awkwardness. It, the cringe, the cringe that I feel right now is out of control. Right. Oh, my God. Right. So
1: you know that a car a car dealership, the buying process is never a short thing. No, no, lose, it's all day. It's all day. So we were there all the way up until they were about to close. But the entire rest of the day, as we're dealing with this, the dude, you know, he kind of shook it off and he became, he went back to default mode. He just went, you know, back to his douchey. Uh, car dealer mode and the uh, the only thing that i noticed is he just he wanted to escape so bad all day yeah so yeah. finally when it got time to close and the finance guy comes in and his quote-unquote manager came in to help us fill, <laughs> fill out the rest he left i've never yeah. had that happen before where a guy before the deal is done just leaves yeah and he was just much like,
0: like everyone <laughs> listening right now, he wanted to be as far away from this as possible.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. So yeah, that whole thing happened and, you know, every time I go back for service or whatever in those three years, every time, um because the dealership that Dee got her car from is right across the street. Every time we'd be over there, we'd see him just like kinda standing outside. Like, man. They just I understand, man. I wouldn't want to be inside either if I knew my coworkers could just fucking rip a fart I, on me at any moment. Uh, God. Like, I felt bad for him. But on the other hand, I felt like, man, that's super unprofessional. You try to shake my hand knowing good and well you got, like, booty smells on your body. And uh, I got to now, like, sit in the car with you. You don't want to put on no axe or maybe change shirts. You know, something. hate this. I hate it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nightmare,
0: absolute nightmare. So, I wish I didn't know that story.
1: Yes, I wish I, do, I didn't yeah. live that story. No, so,
0: I I'm with you. I wish you didn't live
1: it. Either. <laughs> so all that happened, all that took place, and then when we bought the car back, of course it was it was during the pandemic, so you know everybody was a little bit antsy and on edge, and there were some things that they they didn't do correctly. For instance, my car, which was no longer my car. Was uh, getting charged for toll violations. A week later, as uh, it was on the back of a flatbed being driven to the next location, so I had to send a uh, very detailed say, letter, like, "Hey, um, as I'm you can see, no, or
0: whatever.
1: I'm not driving this. It's on the truck. Yeah, that, that that's not the plate. You should be trying to ding with the charge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, hopefully, you get a new one soon. Get that figured out.
1: If we ever win an award for podcasting, this is the episode I'm going to submit. This is it. Already. I'm going to say that right I now.
0: I do not consent to that. No, <laughs> I agree to that, but I'm sure it'll happen
1: anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, vote for us. I don't care what contest this is. Worst podcast, best podcast, the Razzies of podcasting. I'm sure that's a thing. Vote for us. Because... Ladies and gentlemen, this is Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm Matt Peters. I'm disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lex And she is down with the sickness. That's right. We are here to hopefully entertain you as we talk about all the madcap adventures I have with car buying. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Matt's, Matt's had some... He's lived. He's lived a life. Indeed. Jesus. <laughs>
1: All right, so now that we have gotten that out of the way. <laughs>
0: yeah. So we've got some news, today. lots of movie news, Ooh. And TV news this week. All right. Um, the big news that I just saw right before we started recording, I guess this broke earlier this morning, but I just saw it then. Um, Shazam, the sequel, which is going to be called Fury of the Gods, apparently.
1: Yes. They cast their villain. And it's Lucy Liu. Ooh, Lucy Liu. Baby doll, get on the flow. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's going to be Calypso. Nice. Do you okay. know who that is?
1: Yeah, Calypso's a DC villain. That's all I got. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: uh, the sister of Helen Mirren's character, Hespera.
1: I love it. Helen Mirren being some superhero movies, man. She don't care. Yeah. She does it all.
0: Yeah, I know Calypso. Like, I know calypso as far as like some you know greeks whatever but like i don't know enough about
1: shazam comics
0: to be able to comment on that
1: well but i'm about I to love
0: Lucy lou and she's not in enough stuff in my opinion
1: i'm about she's, to embarrass myself because i <laughs> when i heard uh calypso i thought eclipso which is a different villain altogether
0: oh okay
1: yeah no. so never mind um. Yeah, but I agree with you. She's not in enough stuff. And most recently, I watched her oh. on this excellent series called Why Women Kill.
0: Okay, this is saying like, hold on, like Mirren's character, Hespera, Luz Calypso does not have an obvious counterpoint in the DC Comics, but they're both daughters of Greek god Atlas. So. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. who
1: is one of the sources of Shazam's powers. And you know what? I'm okay with that because, you know. I know
0: no, I'm a fan. That's nice.
1: We've had a lot of instances of DC <laughs> characters originating from uh the, the media outside of the books that have been very successful. Like Harley Quinn is the best example. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they want to do something like that, 100% behind it. Shazam needs more villains anyway. I
0: always forget that about Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I always forget that she was she was in the uh animated series.
1: Yep, right? she, she yeah, she premiered in the animated series as a one off character. Fans reacted very well to her, so they bought her back over and over and then finally uh they introduced her into the mainline D C books years later. I remember that was a big deal. People were really excited about that. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's uh interesting. like that's that's just a fascinating thing to happen for it to be integrated like her character is so such a big part of dc comics now right right and to, for it to be from you know an animated show is interesting
1: yeah i think um outside of maybe Cavill, i think uh, uh margot Robbie has had the most appearances in uh the movies i would say yeah Unless Uh, I'm wrong. Two
0: two Suicide Squad. Well, now there's two Suicide Squad movies.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And then The Emancipation Uh, of Harley Quinn.
0: Yeah. That's three. Yeah. So three. Okay. (laughs) Well, Affleck was in one of the Suicide Squad movies.
1: Oh, that's right. He did have a little cameo in there.
0: Yeah. And then two of the...
1: He was in Batman v. Superman and then Justice League. (laughs) That counts as two movies right there. So I retract my statement. (laughs) She's on Park. But anyway. Yeah
0: uh yeah <laughs> so that's that's interesting i just love lucy lou like we've talked about how much i love charlie's angels the 2000 mm-hmm. charlie's angels and she's so good in that movie she's by getting... the way that movie kind of holds up to me too mm. i, I watched that recently it was still great
1: really probably fun. because yeah it, it always was just supposed to be fun not taking itself mm-hmm. too seriously um, yeah, exactly. I really enjoyed that movie. Crispin Glover, man, he was really weird in there, but it worked. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <sighs> like that. Was that the one with Bernie Mac or I, I Bill Murray? He, Bill Murray. Okay. Because there were two. Wait,
0: was Bernie Mac also? Yes. I No, Bernie Mac was the second one.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one, which I don't remember as well, but I recall kind of liking it. Like it had some of some good elements in it.
1: Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm.
0: The, obviously, the first one was just perfect popcorn movie fun. So yeah, yeah I'm happy to see uh, Lucy Lou in a you know an action movie again. Yes, and maybe hopefully funny.
1: Of course, maybe we can't nice. can't forget about Kill Bill, obviously.
0: No, no, no. I'm not saying she hasn't done anything. Yeah. I'm just saying like she's not she's so good that I want to see her in more things.
1: For sure. That's what I'm, I, I'm just talking about like her bona fides. It's talking about like, hey, look, you know, oh, yeah. she she knows how to throw down Lucy oh, She yeah. can do it. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Yeah, yes. she's great. Um, another bit of movie news. So I guess Will Smith is making a film called Emancipation hmm. So, um, I mean, I'm not laughing at the context, but like it's called Emancipation. So we know it's with Apple Studios. It's a slavery era film. So guess we're still making those still making the <laughs> that's that was kind of my
1: <laughs> reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we've talked at length. You know how I feel about it. But yeah. Yeah.
0: I just don't know. I'm with you. I'm like, I don't know why we need to. We need to keep doing this. <laughs> like, why are we still doing this? Let me. Let I'm me, so sorry. Let me. I, let me say it what? so you don't maybe get in trouble. I, I don't know maybe. why. <laughs> Maybe I should not be the one to say that. I'm just <laughs> saying I I would really love and we'll get more into this subject in a moment because we have a much bigger, more serious story. But I really I want to see like, can we see like black romance movies? Can we see black comedies? Can we see like, you know, um, I want to see like, let's see like black rom-coms and, and you know, family dramas. And all- I just I don't need to see like a slavery movie and I I feel yeah. like things are still so heavy that I'm like, maybe we should like maybe that's better for everyone. I mean look, I'm like, I'm tiny white girl, like I should probably be subjected to movies like that forever as like punishment or whatever. <laughs> but, but but I'm just like, I don't know. Well, let maybe me,
1: we should branch out. Let me say this. I'm I'm impressed with some of the films that have been coming out recently, some of the projects like um uh Lovebirds with Issa Rae and Camille Maziani. Loved that, it.
0: Yes. I want to see more of those movies. That was That's
1: fantastic. Yeah. We have uh Queen Latifa in the Equalizer TV show, which is a spin off of the um the Denzel Washington movies. Uh mm-hmm. yeah. So there's there's media out there. And I think now that um it seems like Network television is finally starting to understand, Hey, you know, something about putting black people on the screen. Folks, I, they want to see that. Maybe we should do more of that and not just having that type of stuff like relegated to say stars or BET. You know, we're, we're seeing more of these shows and more of these movies get off the ground. And yes, I'm 100% behind you with the fact that I would love to see more media like this exist without having to go back and touch okay. on slavery or be trauma porn in that in that uh in that facet. B and I had a long conversation about that this <laughs> week, but as you said, we have another story that's gonna allow itself more yeah, of that conversation.
0: Well, we're gonna dig a little deeper into that in a minute, and that's why yeah. I kinda wanted to talk about this and then that can lead into that. Um so this film, Emancipation, um is Will Smith and um director Antonio Foucault? Is that how you pronounce his name? It
1: sounded like you Foucault. said Antonio Foucault.
0: Yes, that is that is the name. It is it is uh, a very French sounding name. <laughs> and you know what's funny is I think I think it's Antoine Foucault.
1: Yeah, I think that's the. I best think pronunciation. that is the
0: pronunciation. I just don't think I've ever. I think I've heard their name. I don't think I've ever seen it spelled out, which okay. is truly. A dumbass thought process. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So because of – we kind of touched on the Georgia stuff last week, didn't we?
1: A little bit, yeah.
0: A little bit. So a lot of companies are pushing back, um, corporations, everything like that, like Coca-Cola, pushing back. The MLB – yes, I remember because I I said I won't won't bore you guys with baseball, but the MLB moved their all-star game – out of Georgia because of these restrictions on voting rights, um, which are basically disenfranchising black voters. It's like that is what this is made to do. Yeah. That is totally what this is made to do. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, um, this, this law, they're basically like, there were threats of you're going to lose business over this. For those who don't know, uh georgia and atlanta area and everything huge huge filming area lots of movies and television shows are filmed in that area i think we've discussed that in the past as well yeah
1: they have that stinger at the end of many tv shows where it'll just say (laughs) made in georgia yep like walking dead for instance that's a big one yeah
0: so this film which um you know Will Smith is behind and it's backed by Apple studios. Apparently um, they have decided to leave the state and not film there, not give them that money, that financial backing. Basically yep. it's the first major film production to leave.
1: Mm-hmm. Now uh, I, I've seen a couple of um, schools of thought about this and, and you know, <laughs> both of them hold credibility. Obviously we want uh, people to send a message to the legislators in Georgia and to say, hey, look, you know, we don't want to be here if this is the way that you're going to run your state. We don't agree with this. We want yes. to to speak with our money and let you know that we want no part of this. So that's, and that's one exactly
0: thing. what they said in the statement. We cannot in good conscience provide economic support to a government that enacts regressive voting laws that are designed to restrict
1: voter access. Yeah and that that is a completely valid point, and i I do support that um i've also seen it said, which is an opinion I respect, but i don't one hundred percent agree with i've mm-hmm. seen it said online as well, like okay, we're punishing these companies, yes, however, we're also punishing the factory workers that live in Georgia. The people who are also affected by these voting laws are being negatively affected by all the business that's leaving
0: a hundred percent and i I have I have issue with that as well. My my response to that would be, okay, well, in America, where money rules and corporations are people and they seem to be more important people than us. How else are we going to get through to these politicians? Right. Yeah. This seems to be the only thing that actually shakes them because they're getting their, you know, they're getting all fucked up over like, well, I'll drink Pepsi now. It's like, well, Pepsi doesn't want to fuck with you either. Look they, into it. They're they, saying <laughs> Black Lives Matter, bitch. Fuck you.
1: They couldn't even stick to that because when no. fucking Orange Goblin got photographed, there was a bottle of Coke in the background. Um, but, yeah, but bitch is addicted. He's yeah. addicted to Diet
0: Coke. He had like a little Diet Coke button,
1: apparently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's enough about him. But but I understand where people are coming from, you know, on on both sides of the argument oh, God, i do too i do to too. Say. <laughs> No,
0: no no but like this is a case this is a genuine case where both side ism is a valid thing um you know we've talked about this when people are being shitty about you know something happened something bad happens in a red state and they go oh well that's what you get for voting it i'm like "No, no no they're disenfranchising voters right you you know Georgia just went blue because they fought like hell to get the turn that state blue exactly it, you know you can't write off an entire state there are, there's a lot of there are a lot of people who are ignorant to politics um there are a lot of people who are living in red counties in red states who are blue like and want to change things but the system is stacked against, like everything stacked against them.
1: Right. Uh, it, just the 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 idea that you can't give someone in line to vote a bottle of water is ridiculous. There's no way to spin that. Now,
0: what I want to know is, can you take a super soaker and just like. <laughs> Like down the line, I'm will saying. you get in trouble for that? Because that's a pleasant mist. You can open your mouth, Grandma. <laughs> like, you know.
1: I was going to say it became a ludicrous video all of a sudden. You just, I yeah. just imagine people driving by and just like escorting everybody with super soakers. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. Stand in line, get out and vote. And then just dance. Yeah, see, no, that's not good. That's not a yeah, good image. I- that's not a good image.
0: I'm honestly, I want to know what organizers are planning on doing as far as the responses to this. Um, I am fully prepared to go to Georgia and hand out water bottles and get arrested. (laughs) Like, (laughs) as long as we have the backing of like, okay, we're going to bail you out. Like, we have a bail fund going. We have every, I'm like, okay, cool. I I don't want to put myself (laughs) in a financial situation (laughs) where I'm fucked (laughs) over, but like, yeah, as long as I'm working with an organization and stuff, I'm like, fuck it, yeah, I'll go to
1: jail, whatever. I'm sure, you know, like especially,
0: especially like, okay, well, if these cops are going to be fucking assholes, I'll use my whiteness, like, you know, like I'll be the one to go to jail, hopefully, or maybe I can prevent some violence or something. I don't fucking know. The way this country is, like, you know, I'm a small white woman. There, there is power in that. Like, there, like there are disadvantages that I have um because i'm not like very feminine overtly feminine and there are disadvantages that i have just as a woman in our culture but like i have tons of privileges as a white woman so i'm like fuck it (laughs) like i'll go (laughs) like uh like i'll go to georgia and pass out water bottles fuck you this is bullshit
1: man george wallace um the comedian stand-up from way way back he's uh he's pretty good on Twitter and oh
0: he's great yeah he's like one of the reasons to be on twitter he's so yeah. funny
1: and he came out and he said something like uh oh here it is he goes i'll bring voters all the damn water i want i'm gonna have a cart out there with a motherfucking <laughs> flight attendant mineral water spring water yes. smart water vitamin water holy water muddy waters all the waters <laughs> <laughs> waters jim Crow no, that's my it, black man. ass
0: <laughs> yeah that's it like fucking arrest me you're gonna arrest me for getting water bottles like and and will a judge do shit about that? My only concern will be, you know, is this going to be a system to further disenfranchise people from voting? Right. What, like, what, what degree? Now, I don't know. Is it like... Is it just a misdemeanor? Like, is it going to strip you of voting rights? That's a whole other fucking thing. That's a whole other
1: thing. And, you know, it's a valid point, too, that it's not even the enforcement of the law. It's not even the enforcement of the restriction or whatever the fuck they want to call it. It, It's the fact that it's another thing that you have to consider when you get ready to go vote. The line is going to be long. I'm not going to be able to uh, have anybody bring me food or water. I'm going to be standing up the whole time. And then, you know, you get disenfranchised because of all those various factors. Especially older
0: people that, you know, readily go vote. Yeah. More often, like statistically they vote more. Right. So, you know, I think a big, big part of it is just going to be, we're going to have to try to figure out ways to navigate it. That's the thing, you know, like you, they, 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 put up this bullshit you find a way around it i mean right. what else can you do
1: so if they want to enact jim crow era laws jim crow style laws whatever i understand you know especially productions featuring majority we black people the hoses on cops mm. wait <laughs> i can understand folks not wanting I to think, work in that state that's I all i am saying.
0: I might have my history confused, but I think mm. I'm writing in a better way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Turn the holes on the cops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Hear me out. What if? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you yeah. know? Um...
0: Also, guys, I'm just joking to try to keep things light. No, I know there's sure. a lot of pain and terrible things right now, and I'm not trying to downplay that at it's all.
1: A, it's a defense mechanism. It, it certainly is. It's something that we've had to employ several times over these past couple of years, specifically. Yeah. It feels fucked up to say past couple of years, but here we are. Just um, the past
0: couple of years in the past, like, week, Yeah. really. Yeah,
1: yeah. we've had to employ a lot of it. So I believe... um you know, one of the things that I shouldn't say, I believe one of the things that's been talked about a lot recently, uh, that is on the forefront of a lot of folks mind. Most people's mind right now is what's going on in Minnesota. Uh, not only the, uh, the trial against the, uh, the murderer of uh, George Floyd, but also the, the shooting of, uh, Dante Wright and what's going on there. Um, I, I heard today that the police officer that <laughs> shot him. And the police chief have resigned. Yeah. So that's something, you know?
0: I mean, they shouldn't get a pension. No. How do you strip them of a pension? I want to know how that happens because yeah. you fucking killed the guy. I, I mean, this is, you know, I've seen plenty of people point this out on Twitter, but it's like how <laughs> any other job, if you kill people at this rate that they are killing civilians you know you're going to be investigated fired all of it you can't do that like right. this doesn't make any fucking sense but i guess when you're a cop you just get away with it
1: so I don't know. F- former officer kim potter resigned from my position tuesday uh after shooting and killing mr Wright, uh 20 year old black man at a traffic stop um that's that's enough right there You may be wondering why the uh, Brooklyn Center police chief resigned as well. If you saw any of the press conferences of him standing up there, the pressure on him having to stand up there and answer all these questions, not only about this most recent shooting, but regarding uh, the the state of police versus citizens in general. Tim Gannon, the, the former police chief looks so fucking nervous that entire time. Like he didn't want to say the wrong thing and become a a soundbite on the news, you know,
0: which he then inevitably did. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, he was asked directly, why, why are you like, basically, why are you killing black people? Like, why are police killing black people at this rate? And he's like, I don't have an answer for that. Like, well, you are in a position of power Mm -hmm. and you are in a system where, you know, you can actually do something about it. Right. But you're not because you're just a bunch of fucking bad apples. Right. The bunch is spoiled. The system is spoiled. It needs to be thrown out and rebuilt. And it's not to say we shouldn't have police officers in that sense. Like, I I, I do agree with the criticism of defund the police in that it's a bad slogan. I think that. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that it freaks people out in that they don't understand that when you're saying defund the, it's bad messaging is what I'm saying. When you're saying defund the police, you're not saying if someone is, you know, holding you at gunpoint and you're being robbed at the convenience store, that we're not going to have resources to come help. Like in that situation we would, Mm -hmm. but, The the whole idea is the person who comes for that is not the same person that you need to show up if there is some sort of dispute at home. Like, you know, uh, there's a noise violation or some some shit like that. That is more than likely completely harmless. You don't need cops showing up with guns for that more than likely. Um, It's a completely different scenario than that, say, armed robbery, very uh, tricky, violent situation. But I think that the messaging is when you say defund the police, even though it sounds like a good slogan. Like, you know, you can chant it really well and everything like that. It works at protests. It's not the messaging is not getting through to people. Um, That's my that's my only real criticism of.
1: Defund the yeah. police as a slogan. I I, I can <laughs> it, see where you're coming from, and I understand yeah. your, your your trepidation of wanting to um, approach this carefully and, and clarify well, no, no, what no, you no. mean. I,
0: right. When I say I, – I, I'm pretty much on the, like, we need to throw the whole fucking system out and start over. Yeah. But I think to do that, we have to – and by we, I mean, like, me – the one who has to convince family members who are not
1: uh, – I don't want to appropriate the word woke, but I can't think of any, you know, it <laughs> any was such better a,
0: term right now. It was
1: such a good term, and then they fucked it up. They just White fucked it up.
0: fucked it up like we fuck up everything else. They,
1: like they fucked up cancel. They fucked up woke.
0: <laughs> All of it. They, uh, they, well, you know what? We've already fucked it up. So uh, uh, family members and, and friends who are not as woke <laughs> – <laughs> uh, uh, you know, that like my job is, is now to convince them that this is a good idea, right? Like, yeah. like that is my, and then push them toward people voting and making phone calls in favor of making those changes, you know, like writing to their le- legislators in, in favor of those changes to try to change the, um, the voters in general. OK, and then you start from your family and then you work your way out. You know that this is this is the process that we have. Um, I, I can't sell them defund the police. I, I mean, it's so deeply embedded in white people do not grow up thinking police are
1: dangerous. Yeah, you know, that's they funny to me.
0: They're good Like, they're the helpers. They're, like, firemen and stuff. Like, they think that they're the best people. They don't fear them at all. They think they
1: will just help them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in in an ideal situation.
0: I I should also say I never grew up with that viewpoint of police officers. (laughs) Because police officers, I've talked about this on the show in the past, harassed my father and treated my father like shit. Mm -hmm. He got a taste of... Um, them abusing their power and was kind of like, okay, fuck you. Like, and, and, <laughs> and frankly told me about this very young. And so I've, all, I've had a suspicion of that position of power.
1: Right. We, we want, we want this to be idealistic and we want it to be like Mr. Rogers says, and Hey, when there's trouble, find the helpers. Um, The helpers aren't always wearing a uniform and badge. Oftentimes they are. If you are, of course, if your if your home is on fire, you find a fireman. Um, but unfortunately, more and more, we're seeing that our boys in blue are not our boys. They are. Do
0: you have any family members who are police officers?
1: Um, I have family members that are former police officers. Yeah. And yeah,
0: because I do as well. And I think that that, you know, that can really shift people in a bad way,
1: too. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a whole nuanced conversation but there there is a thread yeah. there is a thread that I wanted to uh kind of chase down that you yeah, no, you reminded me of as you were you know, kind of going going through what you were just talking about there but it's it's been um we're we're coming up on almost a year uh since you know the big black lives matter movement uh really went into full swing during the pandemic and everything um you know, we're, we're, we're rounding that bend once again, where it's a combination of, um, you know, just bullshit happening all around us and the weather's getting nice and people want to, want to obviously go out and do something about,
0: have, have white boy summer. Yes.
1: You know, uh, but I, I think it's important to mention this because I've seen this on TikTok, uh, a few times, you mm-hmm. know, that, that wonderful news source, TikTok. Uh, I've seen yeah, people. That's where
0: sh- I get all my news, personally.
1: Absolutely, you know. I've I, but I've seen people sharing things like this, and over the past couple of days, um, you know, after the the most fuck after the most recent shooting, uh, yeah, you know, I know, um, don't white folks <laughs> in your attempt to be allies, do not diminish black people as you make your point. I understand that the delivery is important. You want to entertain as much as you do uh, help. Well, you want to help more than you want to entertain, but you want to, you want to give something snappy to really give people something to latch on to. When you're pitching solutions and ideas on how to help folks, don't start with, hey, black people, take a break. I got this. Or, hey, black folks, take a nap. Go get a snack. Enjoy yourself. Get a drink if you need to. I get what you're trying to accomplish here. Shit, did
0: I just do that?
1: No, you didn't. And I wanted okay, to make it plain, okay. you didn't do that. But I was okay. I was thinking about bringing this up there I... the show. No, no, no. No,
0: no, no. I I if I did it, I totally <laughs> own
1: up to it and apologize for it. No, no. So, continue, you're, sorry. You're fine. And I just I want to remind people, it's No, not, it's good. I'm I'm not canceling you folks. I'm not <laughs> trying to oh
0: fuck it i should have been canceled a long (laughs) time ago continue
1: i'm not trying to end anybody's tiktok career or their twitch uh you know partnership nothing like that i just want to say as your intentions are well intended as you have the desire to help please remember you're talking about human beings here work with not for listen twice speak once
0: yeah, you know I what, mean, Matt? I think what you should do right now is is go have a little graham cracker, <laughs> go, go take a break, get get some apple juice. I will focus. I will take over.
1: Go have a little snack. I'm going snack. to
0: explain. <laughs> I'm going to explain racism to everyone, and then I'm going to solve it. And you know what? It's going to be great. <laughs> I mean, We're somebody good.
1: somebody posted uh, a TikTok on Instagram. You know, mm-hmm. to, to make it more confusing, somebody shared a, a TikTok on Instagram, and it was like the whole beginning of the TikTok was just telling black people to take a break take a breather i got this and the time ran out on the instagram video so that was all you got there was no no, (laughs) there was no social wokeness message included it was just black people go take a break take a nap lay down get the fuck out of here like damn now i feel like grogu you want to put me like in a fucking maybe that
0: was it maybe that was it (laughs) like maybe that was the message
1: (laughs) you want to like put me in a levitating prom and just like Take me on adventures now. Feed me blue cookies. What's up?
0: I mean, that doesn't sound too bad though.
1: Not really. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. In
0: comparison.
1: I think it's important, you know, to, to keep that anger in focus. I, I understand many people are, are ready to jump into the fray once again. Also, almost as important, be careful where you're donating your money. I'm not going to go into detail about various things yeah. that I've read this week. Um, but just because something says black lives matter on a URL or a t-shirt or whatever, do your, do your research before blindly donating. I
0: have, uh, I have, I I shared something the other day and then I, I started doing a little more research and I, I ended up deleting because I was like, I don't want to keep this out there until I know for sure. That this is a more reliable yeah. source for donation. So it's it's that, hard that that happens because you you know your intentions are great. Exactly. You know, but we we all are susceptible to that,
1: yeah. unfortunately. And if if you have fallen for something like that, don't feel bad about it because, like you just said, no. intentions. Your intentions were great. You're you're trying to make a difference. I would hope that everybody who is donating doesn't just stop there. That they continue to do the no. work and learn and grow. But
0: maybe call your credit card company. <laughs> like, like that's what I would do. Like call them. You yeah. might need. Them.
1: If, if we raise money for charity and then you see me uh pushing a new um, Porsche 911. uh, Yeah. Maybe, maybe don't maybe ask me for a refund just cause yeah, that's not a good look. That's not a good look.
0: I mean, no refunds.
1: No. Don't do refunds. None at all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's all the that's all the public service announcements for this week from me.
0: Sorry, I had to take off a sweatshirt.
1: Oh, that's okay.
0: Too mm-hmm. hot in here, and as I was taking it off, it like cut my forehead with the zipper. So that's oh no! Hot. It's okay. Merely a flesh wound. Uh, yeah, so we can kind of lead into the next story, uh, because it's still on this subject. Um, I guess I should preface with we might have spoilers for the TV show Them mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. Based off of everything I've read, it's not necessarily something you would want to watch anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this article's from BET. This new series on Amazon, which I thought I thought might have been a Jordan Peele show because it does look like a knockoff of Jordan. Like,
1: Um, yeah, if you told me that Jordan Peele, off of the success of us, decided to work with Amazon to develop a TV show as a prequel to us called Them, I would believe
0: you. I would, too. Like, it it is it is overt, like (laughs) the title The aesthetics like this,
1: it's It's spelled out in cursive. The the advertising has somebody's face ripped in half. Yeah, it's the same. Anyway, so.
0: They're saying that Amazon debuted this and it was immediately viewers were calling it a copycat of. Or a knockoff of Jordan Peele's films, Get Out and Us.
1: I'd be very curious to hear what Jordan Peele thinks about that right he's he's pretty quiet about it you know um Lena away he's he's classy
0: in that sense like he doesn't really need to do he won a fucking oscar like he doesn't need to address this
1: you know i remember (laughs) the jordan peele i remember the jordan peele of key and peel and how how they would get in there with that sort of thing and i Mm -hmm. do imagine that he is having these conversations uh with uh keegan michael key and we're just not aware you know (laughs) (laughs)
0: Right, right, right. I think he should. I mean, he definitely should have those conversations with his friends in the safety of that environment. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, from the outside perspective, he he looks classier if he just kind of steps out. And, you know, like I said, if if there's any legal thing he can do about it, he can do that. Yeah. So, the New York Post reports that the 10 episode limited anthology series is drawing, uh, criticism for only one of the episodes is helmed by a black director. Mm. Lena Wainth is, Wainth, is involved with the project as an executive producer, which that surprised me.
1: Yeah. Um, Lena Wainth is, is an interesting person. Uh, She's, seen some, some stuff happened, right? Mm.
0: No. Yes, I might be thinking of
1: someone else. I don't know. All I know is <laughs> when yeah. when she's involved in something, it a lot of the time involves uh, depictions of black people suffering on the screen. And
0: yeah, I think that might have been what I was. Uh,
1: yeah, because it, she she was also uh, she wrote and produced Queen and Slim. It was a, a movie that came out last year uh, that people were very much divided on because it was so Oh,
0: really I never got a chance to watch it but I was looking forward to it yeah because I like the actors involved
1: so exactly that was the case that's the biggest challenge with with her projects because she she is a name in Hollywood like she's she's on the come up and Mm -hmm. a lot of the projects that she's involved in do feature uh, artists and and, and actors and you know producers that I, I really do like like, even this show here, it has such a, a, a wonderful cast. Alison Pill is on here, you know? And yeah. Right. I don't want to dislike Allison Pill, so I will not see this show. <laughs> I watched one clip of it and was so fucking
0: confused. Yeah, yeah. And then the trailers, you know, but, like, the clip that I saw, I was like, what is this? <laughs> um, so it's set in the 1950s. Them explores terror in all forms in America. It features a black family who moves from North Carolina to an all-white Los Angeles neighborhood during the Great Migration of the 1950s. -hmm. While everything looks great on the outside, the family soon discovers that they've entered another reality because forces of evil are attempting to literally destroy them. Yeah. So... Uh, the supernatural thriller shows. Now, I texted you over the weekend, and I was like, I don't think you should watch this show because I read some reviews of things that are happening on this show. Uh, and I was like, the fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. this pushes limits that even I'm like,
1: whoa. Even before you messaged me, because I was seeing the previews of it, and it, it felt a little intense, you know. And I I did some research on it as well, and I came to the same conclusion. Like I don't need to see this you know no. i i look at shows like this like even if it wasn't called them even if it wasn't going to be compared to uh to us mm-hmm. um it also draws comparison to lovecraft country
0: yes yeah you know I see that as well
1: and that handled the subject matter with such care
0: yeah, I agree. That's a where, man, that's another
1: reason Jordan Peel should be pissed at this show. Yeah, cuz he he produced that. I forgot about yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, 100%. he produced that. And he produces Twilight Zone. This seems like Lena Waith wrote a diss track to Jordan Peel and yeah. There's got to be Which I know Twilight
0: Zone is not like just about, you know, like is not racial and everything like that, but like I when mean, you're talking about this like supernatural forces and everything like that, like yeah. You know, Twilight Zone that's that it it sounds like it could be a Twilight Zone
1: story. And some of those episodes of Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone did go there. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, that's still an astute yeah. observation. Um yeah, but w- specifically Lovecraft Country handled it with such care and such nuance and and made it a point to not only uh show the danger of the real world of that era. They also took a moment to celebrate black people, to show us, like, having drama not related to racial issues and, and showing, uh, the danger of interracial, uh, coupling back then outside of just, oh yeah, you're, you're gonna go through X, Y, and Z if people see an interracial couple out here. I mean, they had, and spoilers if you haven't seen Lovecraft Country, but what are you waiting yeah. on? They have an episode where, a a black mother literally becomes a God Mm -hmm. and we watched that journey and it was such a beautiful episode. Like D and I sitting up here crying, She was crying and I I looked at her, saw her crying. I started crying too. Cause it's just such a a moment to see a black woman on screen, given that much power. Right. And then it's like, there's a way I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. We, This is like hitting the reset button and bringing it back to 12 Years a Slave. You know? Yeah. Jordan Peele and other creators in this genre have shown that we can have black horror without making it trauma porn.
0: And that is one of the big criticisms of this show, is that apparently the the real torture physical pain, psychological pain that is – and and the really bad violence. Yeah. Uh, which apparently is, like, very bad horror movie violence, and there's a lot of backlash, and I've read some of the details. I will not read the details on the show. Right on. I just won't because it's – I mean, there is one particular segment that I read about. Just reading about it is one of the worst things like i cannot imagine watching it
1: yeah i know um, that and, um yeah in, in, in movies in movies in in fiction usually the rule is show don't tell you know but there are a number of horror movies that i can think of off the top of my head where the intensity comes from the threat and not from showing it on screen i'm not saying it should be that way for everything i know that uh the slasher subgenre of horror films is is widely, wildly celebrated and can even be like slapstick at times. But when you're dealing with the combination of this subject matter and the intensity of the violence you're seeing on screen, that doesn't make for a good mix in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And apparently white people are killed and stuff on this show, but their deaths are more brief. Mm. And one of the biggest criticisms that I here in this and and like what is that? Nine out of the ten directors are white men.
1: How the fuck did that happen? Like that seems like it takes uh, it's a, effort. The,
0: the creator is uh, is black. Uh, I I I looked. Uh, I'm sorry. I want to actually get names here, so I need to look up. I need to go on IMDb. Um, because I I looked. I was curious if it was even created. By by black people,
1: yeah. Little Marvin, um,
0: little Marvin creator. created the show, and then uh, Lena is a producer. But yeah, this this show was directed by all white men, except for one episode was directed by a black woman,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is insane. Like <laughs> what? And and one of these directors is uh, at least I know. Of him he is like a horror director and every like so I understand why he was doing at least one episode of it or two okay. or whatever however many he did but like he it's it's ty West he did um vhs uh he he's done like some of these more recent horror films that were successful stuff like that mm-hmm um so I understand and he's done some TV shows and everything like that. I understand why he was brought on to direct some of it. And I'm not I'm not completely opposed to the idea of a, you know, a white guy directing one of these <laughs> I guess in theory. But really I mean, this if you're going to tell stories like this, it should be
1: It should be told done by black people
0: by black voices yeah like i I just i just don't i don't under
1: listen every episode every episode of queen sugar is directed by a black woman that show has like 22 episode seasons you could find 22 distinctly black female voices to direct this series. And they had, I remember and there was. You know, uh,
0: it's very important, too, to remember that sometimes this is not just about, like, you know, giving black creators or voices and everything like that and putting them on there and, like, black directors that you know already. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's about breaking new people into yes, the business. 100%. You and know? television is how a lot of directors break into the business, it's a yeah. huge opportunity.
1: I feel like they, they got lazy with the name value of Lena Waif. Yes. And just said, okay, well, you know, if we're, because every article I've seen, it puts her at the forefront of this project. It wasn't created by her. Uh, she no. didn't, she didn't direct any so, of them. E- e- yeah, yeah. She's, she's just the, uh, producer. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it's almost as if she's signing off on this. She's the Stanley of the project, you know.
0: Um I, I'd like to point out that I did just look up Lovecraft Country and they are very diverse.
1: Absolutely. Um, lots yeah. of
0: women, uh lots of men, women of color, men of color. It's it's a mixture, you know. Yeah. Y- you can tell they're really going with probably both diversity and and who fits what episode, you know? Like yeah. which is what you should be doing. Like that's
1: to me, that's good producing. One hundred percent. And yeah. that didn't happen here. So Ugh let's say let's just say for the sake of argument that the script that the synopsis that the story outline whatever that little marvin put out there initially uh was as great as lena Waithe says that it was when she read it um there's a there's an article in the new york times as you mentioned where she goes uh she said something about like even before she met uh little marvin she read the script and it it just like gripped her you know in in a way that she she was just moved to uh, set it into production. So that being said, I wonder how much it changed along the way to become black torture porn.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I, on one hand, I'm like, I should watch it, right? Because not all of it, but at least some of it to get an idea of what, what this, the deal is with it. Yeah. But I saw people on, on, uh, on Twitter and stuff being like, I couldn't even get through it. Like, could not get through more than a couple episodes of it.
1: No, there's enough stuff to watch. I mean, there's there's enough yeah. out there that you can watch something different and not miss this. Plus, it's already think... an uphill battle. It's on Amazon Prime. People forget that exists. So yeah, you know, uh,
0: no, it's, yes, that's that's <laughs> that's true. I'm like, where's my marvelous Mrs. Maisel end yeah. of list?
1: Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> they're still on they're still on my list because they they canceled the tick. All right. I'm still salty mm-hmm. about that. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and one thing one thing that happened is, you know, Stephen King gave uh, uh gave them the first episode mm-hmm. of them like a very good review. Like he was saying it really scared the hell out of him. And, you know, when he says stuff like that, people do listen.
1: That's cool. But if you go back and read how Stephen King wrote Black People in the Dark Tower series, I'm not really going to be using his metric of uh, oh. of this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Me I mean,
0: I, after reading the book It, was yes. like, what is, uh, what is wrong with you? Stop doing cocaine. Yep.
1: What the fuck? There's a reason so much of that gets left on the cutting room floor. Yes, it is also <laughs> as thick as a brick. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I I appreciate the talent of Stephen King. Content get... is
0: terrible. And the ending is terrible. And yeah,
1: yeah. Because it never ends. It never ends. All right. All right. All right. This is about to become a fucking Stephen.
0: turtle in space.
1: Shit. I don't <laughs> turtle know. Turtle in space. I love it. Okay. Um, and
0: that's the name
1: of the episode. Shout out to Turtle Soup. We, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I appreciate Stephen King's input on things. The, the best, the best thing that Stephen King ever made was Joe Hill. End of list. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's a compliment though, because Joe Hill is a very talented that, that writer. That
0: both is a, Huge compliment and a huge burn. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) burned, my friend.
1: We've gotten, we've gotten so many, uh, you know, Stephen King projects put out on the screen in the past few years. You know, the first chapter of it was great. Everybody loved it. You know, uh, the gunslinger, that was a swing and a miss. It chapter two, that fizzled out. Um, Dr. Sleep was good. Dr. Sleep was okay. Uh, the the director's I cut was it. good. The director's cut was was better. Uh, I think that's what I watched. It was on. You didn't see it until it was on TV. Yeah. On, on HBO. Yeah. But you watched the director's yeah, yeah, cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else is out there? Uh, The Stand. Yeah, that's. That. It's okay. Whoopi Goldberg's good. Um, yeah. But again, the the, the magic... remake
0: Pet Cemetery. I didn't see the remake.
1: Oh, that was okay.
0: I ha- yeah, I haven't heard of good things.
1: John Lithgow's good, but John Lithgow's always good.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to go up there. <laughs> All
1: right. Anyway, 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 anyway. Yeah. So I appreciate the heads up about them. I've heard this from many different sources, <laughs> both people who I know directly and people who I just know on the Internet. Yeah, people seem... Divided on this, but mostly, you know, erring on, on, on the side of caution, just like, yeah, I'm not getting it.
0: Yeah. Show. And usually when I recommend shows to people, I try to keep in mind warnings and things like that. If I if I see something that I think is particularly worrisome that I'm that someone might watch. Yeah. Like might be intrigued by. I tend to go, hey, 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 hey be cautious about that. like, Because <laughs> I do I do worry about people um being you know really upset i think when we were talking about handmaid's tale yeah i was like yeah like proceed with caution though like it's it's very difficult to watch when i i could not watch handmaid's tale for a while i did not watch that until like last year before the pandemic basically like so late 2019 was when i finally watched the handmaid's tale and you know I couldn't watch it for a really long time because it was the world that we were living in. I was so upset by it. And then when I started watching it, I was like, I unlocked that. It was like science fiction and horror. Like my brain had to go, this is just a horror film or Mm -hmm. a horror series. And then I could watch it. But if I couldn't separate it from reality, like if it, if it felt too real to me, which, you know, the set design and everything like that helps it, kind of separate itself. You know, if I got too deep into the realism of it, I, I would lose it. Like basically. Um, and I know there's a lot of realistic stuff. I mean, Margaret Atwood has a rule with that show, which is if they want to put something on the show, they have to bring some sort of historical, um, you know, record of it actually happening. That's a, that's a big rule with her. So, you know, whenever, there's like something brutal happens or like anything, you know. Basically, they have to go look. This actually happened X, Y, and Z. Um. So like, I knew that going into it. That made it a little bit more difficult for. I was like, oh fuck, all this shit has happened. Like in in one way or another during different times in history. M- m- like you know, this stuff has happened. And it wasn't until I was like, okay. I have to separate myself with a horror film. Then I can watch it. Yeah. But I definitely had people like warning me about it. I I appreciated that. So I kind of try to extend that to other people where I'm like, mm, just, I mean, you you watch whatever you want to watch, but just know going in, like, because I feel like it, it's always worse when you don't know.
1: It is, you know, yeah. Um, I know that there's a hunger for this type of media, not, not trauma porn, but black people in sci-fi, you know. People want to see yeah. black folks doing cool shit on a supernatural level. Okay, um, but,
0: but what about black people in space?
1: Black people in space. We need more Let's of that.
0: Let's remake Gravity. Yep. But <laughs> <laughs> what about Armageddon?
1: Armageddon. Yes, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give a couple suggestions if you want to see supernatural stuff starring black people. It's a lot of stuff that we've talked about on the show before. Uh friend of the podcast, uh Pauline recommended Raising Dion. I'm so glad uh mm-hmm. that that she did because it is a fantastic show. It's on Netflix. Uh of course Lovecraft Country, if you've been sitting on it, if you've been okay. pouting and you've been stubborn about watching it, watch that shit. It's good. Um Anthony Mackie's episode of Black Mirror. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh if you if you want some more superhero stuff, Luke Cage still slaps. I don't care. If the Netflix Marvel Universe is over, go back and watch that again. And if you want still more superhero stuff featuring black people, starring black people, created by black people, Fast Color. It's about a, 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 a three generations of uh, black women with superpowers and how they come to terms oh. with it. I've never even heard of that. Where is that? It's, I think it's on Amazon Prime. I could be wrong. Okay. Is it a film or is it a TV show? It's a film, and I hope they do more with it because it was so entertaining to me. Um, And it it just begged for more of that story. So, yeah, I hope we get more of that. Um, Yeah. So there's there's stuff out there, and there's more stuff being made. So just keep an eye out. Unfortunately, Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone is over now. Uh, Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, but you can still catch it all on CBS All Access if you want to watch that.
0: I don't think that's a thing anymore. I think it's Paramount now.
1: Oh, right. Paramount Plus, right. You yeah. we'll flip the switch.
0: <laughs> I will not be subscribing to that. <laughs> Why not? Even though I want to watch the last season of Younger. I think they're going to put it on
1: Hulu at the same time. You should subscribe when you have some free time to catch up on Star Trek because Star Trek Discovery I know. is so good.
0: I, uh, I just, I have a hard time with Star Trek.
1: I know. I know. I
0: don't, I don't dislike it. (laughs) I I don't, I've watched some Voyager and it was, it was pretty good.
1: Have you ever, have you ever been a fan of Star Trek? Is there, is there a Trek that you've enjoyed throughout?
0: I have enjoyed what, uh, what I have seen of Voyager because I like Janeway.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, that is about it, though. I can't, I can't seem to get into it for an extended
1: period of time. I was gonna say there's no wrong answer here because.
0: Uh, no, I understand that. Yeah, it's just the. Uh, although, uh, if you ask Star Trek people, I probably just gave the wrong fucking answer because
1: everyone hates Janeway. You know what? For a long time, Voyager was my favorite because when I was growing up, um, Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, had already kind of gotten to its stride. Before Mm -hmm. I really got into it. Of course, the original series stuff was too dry for me at the time. I've gone back and I've enjoyed episodes since then, of course. The cartoon. Yeah, I've seen some of that. The cartoon is way too dry. Uh, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you you want like big bombastic stuff like Ninja Turtles and you got dudes talking for a half hour and it's just kind of bland, uh, at that time in my life. Um, especially when Batman was on the other channel, Batman66. Um, But, yeah, Voyager was, like, the first Star Trek that I felt like was mine because it debuted at a time where my dad really wasn't into Star Trek that much. So, like, I had to go Mm -hmm. search it out on my own. And it was one of the first TV shows that came on UPN when they debuted as a channel. And I'm like, yes, this is finally, you know, my Star Trek. And I thought the premise was bonkers. Like, oh, shit, these two warring factions are caught. In a section of space that nobody can, like, come and get mm-hmm. them. And now they're trying to find their way home. And the only doctor they have yeah. is a hologram. And he's just, like, fucking corny as hell. I love Um,
0: that. What's it called? Kind of a quantum leap meets Star
1: Trek. Yeah. Like,
0: we're trying to get back home. <laughs> like,
1: that's it. <laughs> and then they tried that again with Scott Bakula in the next one. And I'm like, no, no, too much. Can't do it.
0: Fucking... <laughs> I, I still stand by. Quantum Leap is one of the most like their finale is one of the most disturbing things ever. Do you know about the Quantum Leap ending?
1: I do. Yeah.
0: It's terrible. Why it would is. you do that? Why would you think that that was the way to end
1: a show? You know what the shit. When I was when I was a when I was really little and Quantum Leap was like wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember trying to watch it with my mom, and you know some episodes obviously she wouldn't let me watch with her. Right. But one of the ones I remember very clearly, and I thought was the finale, was when he leapt to a diner, and in mm-hmm. this diner was like everybody who he had helped out along the way. Yeah. Was that the ending? I don't remember. See, yeah, I, I know... know the
0: end. The I don't remember the whole finale, but I know the ending ended with a title card saying. He never got home.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, he
0: he never he never left home. He basically kept leaping (laughs) from from time until he died. That that is what they implied. Right. Is that he was continuing to leap and trying to fix shit, going on this path to try to get home, and he did that for the rest of his existence.
1: Incredible. Like you got to think. Who knows
0: how time moves with him. What if he was trapped <laughs> in a much slower time, um, so had to do it much longer than he would have had he just lived a normal timeline of life?
1: And then he had to phone it in at the at the end of his life too. Just like a couple of those leaps, just like, yeah, yeah, okay, I gotta kiss this girl, whatever. Uh, I love you. All right, next person. Let's yeah,
0: go. yeah. I now I'm now I want to look it up. Let's find out.
1: Yeah, but the dystopian ending of that, it felt like a lot of like sci fi novels, you know. <laughs> like the uh, the Asimov sci-fi mm-hmm. novels back in the day <laughs> where it's just like things don't always wrap up in a, in a nice little bow it's not like a, a like a, a serialized tv show sometimes things go wrong and that's where the story ends it was important mm-hmm. it was an important lesson to learn
0: <laughs> Apes into a bar mm-hmm.
1: almost as dark as the end of dinosaurs almost yeah
0: it just says I'm just quickly yeah that 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 was dark as well. Uh, it's saying he's like fixing things. It says the the episode ends with captions stating that Al and Beth never divorced, but instead had four daughters. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, the final caption reveals Doctor Sam Beckett never returned home.
1: Wild. 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 Because he had many chances along the way to get home, but at the cost of not helping the person he leapt into.
0: Yeah, which at a certain point, like, fuck them. Just yeah. <laughs>
1: They can always do like Okay,
0: Sam's told he always had the power to return home if he truly wanted it to happen. The reason he continues to leap is because he subconsciously wants to continue helping people. He's then given the choice to return home or continue leaping. He says he wants to return home, but first he feels he needs to fix one more thing for his friend Al. He leaps back to April 1st, 1969 and tells Al's first wife, Beth, that Al is still alive and will come home. And then it ends with captions saying that Al and Beth never divorced. They had four daughters. He never returns home.
1: Oh, that's right. Because he was, um, Al, his, his guide was like the curmudgeonly guy who was a womanizer and always mm-hmm. talking about, Hey, you got to wrap this up there. So Sam, he, like, I got a date tonight.
0: His life and then never went
1: home. He fixed his life and I guess just Sam's life suffered because Al wasn't always there to help him out. I'm guessing. Sam is stupid. This is the Quantum Leap fan cast, ladies and gentlemen. I don't
0: understand how we got here, <laughs> but I never understand how we got here. That is the show. There is a, a large
1: level. swath Goodbye. of people who are confused right now. It like is
0: in space
1: <laughs> What the fuck is a quantum leap?
0: <laughs> what the fuck is a quantum leap?
1: Okay. okay.
0: Uh, we did have a little bit of gaming news. Yes. Related to the Nintendo switch. I wanted to give people a warning. Apparently there's the president of Nintendo warned that there's going to be more shortages of the switch later this year. So if you can buy a switch right now, I recommend you do because it looks like we're going to be having shortages again.
1: And to, to counter the story that you posted in the notes, I posted mm-hmm. this tweet from Nintendo saying, "Introducing a fresh new blue color Nintendo Switch Lite launching on 521. The blue Nintendo Switch Lite will release separately on the same day as the hilarious adventure game Metopia. That's gonna move some systems. But what I find hilarious is, what is Metopia? What is that? It's okay. Did you ever have a um a 3DS? Yes. Okay. Do you remember the game? It was an adventure game where you could recruit your me buddies to help you fight dragons and rescue princesses and stuff.
0: No, I do not remember that, but
1: yeah, it was a free game that was built into the Nintendo, uh, three DS. Oh, maybe I did play it. And as you, as you would street pass your friends, you could recruit them to come and, uh, help you on this adventure. And then the more you, uh, street pass them in real life, the stronger the characters would get in the game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's what this is going to be. Yeah, it's kind of like a sequel to that. And I don't know how they're going to handle that since street passing isn't a thing anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting. Okay, so this blue system um, kind of looks like a blueberry. Mm-hmm. I love blue. I prefer this blue over, like, the turquoise one that they have. But I still say if you're getting a switch light, in my opinion, the yellow is the coolest color.
1: It's unique. You don't really see anybody walking around with that, a yellow. That was apparently...
0: Okay. Uh, a, I, I do like this blue though this blue is nice I mean I have no reason to get a, a light at all um I'm you know I have a regular switch so right
1: it doesn't stop me from wanting one though and that's really a testament to Nintendo's marketing
0: it's you know i that's the problem like this blue one is very cute the yellow one's really cute um I mean I love that they're more affordable like my niece and nephew both have a switch now because they're more accessible uh,
1: yeah.
0: they both a light like they don't have a regular plug in the TV one, but they both have a switch light. They play animal crossing and they, they forced me to get animal. They didn't force me they're children, <laughs> but I, I have animal crossing now. And anyway,
1: like, um, the yellow one reminds me of that game boy color that came out with, uh, Pokemon Pikachu.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it. I don't know. I just think it looks cool. It kind of looks like something Big Bird would use to play video games. And I'm
1: like, cool. I want that. Could you imagine Big Bird holding a little Nintendo Switch Lite? That'd be hilarious.
0: I would lose it. (laughs)
1: Love it. Yeah. So what it's just confounding to me that at the same time they're talking about, hey, there's going to be a shortage. They're also going, hey, computer
0: chip thing. That's why there's the shortage again, by the way.
1: That's the reason. So that worldwide ship shortage. Yeah. In in a world where they could have made on made snap on cases for these things, they decided to just make full on systems (laughs) instead. (laughs) Yeah. And now they're 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 teasing their newest one. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. I'm sure they didn't foresee this being the case when they uh, rolled out the plan of release for the different colors of Nintendo Switches. It mm-hmm. also kind of communicates to me that this is near the end of his life because usually when we start seeing all these various colors of gaming machines like the uh you know uh our 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 shared favorite the see through plastic versions of uh then you know time is up for the system it's like all right we're getting the, we're getting the greatest stuff now, it's almost over.
0: Fuck, I want one of those for, like, controllers again. That's what I want. I want all the colors of it, too. And I want them to not be fucking $80. That bothers me, too. Yeah. These, I I love, like, the, I talked about the Joy-Con, like, the different color Joy-Cons or whatever. mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not spending $80 on controllers that I just
1: don't need. Hell no. No, it's too expensive. Like back in the N64 days and stuff like that, I would have extra controllers just in case I had four people come over that wanted to play video they games for, for some reason. They, like, were. Yeah, for I for like they were. Yeah. think like 30 months? Yeah. If not like 45, but it wasn't the, it wasn't like, it wasn't at the point where you had to choose between the controller or a game. And I think yes, that's the main that,
0: thing. That has what, that is what has shifted, especially in this last gen of systems. I I basically, yeah, I have to choose between a game or a controller. That sucks. I don't like that at all. Right, right. I think that's a really bad uh, marketing, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's good for them. Who fucking knows?
1: Yeah, it, it must be.
0: As a consumer, it's very
1: frustrating. As a consumer, it is frustrating. It's also frustrating that once Nintendo gets all the money they can out of this generation, they abandon uh, you know, the users who are stuck on this generation and just move right on to the next one. And by yep. by saying they abandon us, I'm saying like the price of games doesn't go down. You know, first party titles are still costing you sixty dollars. You know, oh, like yeah. you uh, had
0: this whole thing where I wanted this game, this game bundle, and it was like first party Nintendo games, and we were trying to figure it out. You and I were, you're were trying to help me. And for some reason my region of Amazon and your region of Amazon were priced differently. It was right. so frustrating. I'm like, fuck, these games mm-hmm. never go on sale.
1: Mhm. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, anyway. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I don't I I miss the the era of greatest hits where it's like, hey, this game did really well. It's not selling as well anymore. Let's go ahead and give it to the people. What am I saying? I miss the era of it. PlayStation still does that. Son of a bitch. You can get yep. God of War one of the best games ever made for $10 any given Sunday. It's just available.
0: I still haven't gotten that game, but I I will. I, will. I know. I have, It's just It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of games. A lot of things. <laughs> I just subscribed to the Xbox Live with Game Pass and everything.
1: There and are rumors. It. Speaking of video game news, there are rumors that Xbox Game Pass somehow is going to be... <laughs> working on nintendo switch in the near future shit i don't know how that'll work
0: but it'll make my xbox game pass that i just purchased a month
1: of good it's already the best deal in gaming there are many game pass titles that i play
0: well you know what sold me they're putting mlb the show on their day Mm -hmm. of release so i'm like uh fuck yes i want to play some baseball Oh yeah, let's
1: do it. That's dope because we literally had this conversation on um the last episode of Party Chat where we were like, okay, so this I is I know,
0: I listened and I oh, enjoyed well, it.
1: there you go. All right, thank you. So <laughs> You're the person. You're the one we were talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're talking about like how it's a game changer, like it yeah. really is. It, it I I agree where you're talking about moving forward um, what is going to be the thing that makes you choose one system over another now that they're catching up with each other on a technological,
1: like, basis? Yeah, because if I have to choose, I'm gonna choose the system that gives me MLB the show and all the all the Bethesda games and all the first party games. Right, all two right. Of them. And-
0: and like my brother has an Xbox, um, our friend Bradley has an Xbox, you have an Xbox. Yeah. So I can play, you know, with the with the gold like Xbox Game Pass. They also give you gold, so I can play online. Like, you know, I just last night like how you know I was like Ugh, whatever felt whatever, and uh, Bradley was like let's play online together. So we we had problems with playing online. We were just talking while playing random games mm-hmm. like. We just started a chat on there. I like that. I like being able to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and and them having a whole catalog of games, it, it really does save you money, too. Like, I don't have to go buy a game just to play online with someone. I can download it from the Game Pass.
1: Involved. I don't care if you play this with me or anybody else, but during this month, you have to play Moving Out, which is a game where you and a friend team up as a moving company to help <laughs> someone move out of their home. And it is. That is that on Xbox? It's on Xbox Game Pass. It's fucking adorable. We can I was, play. I was somebody that had toast forehead for a long time. Could
0: we stream that? I
1: think so. Yes. Yes, we oh. can. Aha.
0: We might, we might have to throw a link out there to the ba- the chili babies. Indeed. And, and, uh, and let them watch us play that game this week.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, yeah it's, it's just madcap stuff. That sounds cool. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's gaming news. Uh now we've got Wall of Weird. Wall of
1: Weird, okay.
0: This Wall of Weird is brief, but it is hits close to home for me. (laughs) Uh because Tampa. We uh we have all the things in Florida. We really do. And now uh University of Florida scientists have confirmed that the Tampa area has a species of frogs that has claws. Holy shit. Uh, the tropical clawed frog, claws. also known as the western clawed frog, is <laughs> the first report of the species outside of its native range of West Africa. And It's almost tire, entirely aquatic, so they typically only come on land to go from one pond to another. Holy crap. We have clawed frogs. Can you imagine
1: Uh, you're about to dissect one of those motherfuckers (laughs) and it's like, ah, I'm still alive, and just claw, claw, claw. It's not, oh, (laughs) oh, it's so creepy.
0: Yeah, so it says the amphibian, uh, he saw instead of the, so, like, this is, this was published in, he thought he saw, it says, Hill thought the species was the African clawed frog. He wrote a peer-reviewed paper about it. But a new UF research shows the amphibian he saw was the tropical clawed frog. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's more. He thought it was like the African, but I guess it's tropical. Um, and this is the first report of the species, like I said, outside of the native range of West Africa. Of course, it's Florida. Of course, it's right in the Tampa area. The tropical declawed de- frog invasion represents yet another disturbance <laughs> to Florida's aquatic ecosystems, particularly those in southern Florida, which are already vulnerable due to habitat destruction, pollution, and evas- evasive species and disease. So for those who don't know, we have pythons that are loose in our Everglades and stuff. They actually have python, ethical python hunting. Um, you have to have a license, unless it's on your property. I did a whole paper on it, but basically they're they're big ass pythons. They mess with the entire ecosystem. They eat everything. They get really big. Eat mm. even more. They will eat gators and every like they're they're nuts. Um, and so if, you've they ever,
1: just, if you've ever played the uh, old mobile game Snake, you're part of the problem, basically.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. So they like they have hunting for those in this area where you basically have to have a special license. It's only certain times of year. They pay per pound or I don't know, some weird shit like that. Or if it comes on your land legally, you can kill it at any time. Mm. Like, that's a big thing within it. But yeah, as long as it's ethical killing, that's a big part of it. Like you can't you can't torture an animal. You can't do any trickery to lure it in. You can't do like you you can't like pull some Daffy Duck shit or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how I'm, hunting.
1: I'm going to do my best to deter said pythons from coming onto my land.
0: Right, 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 right. But they, but there, it, it is highly unethical to lure an animal into a trap like that to with the the purpose of killing it, finding a loophole to kill it, basically. Mm-hmm. Like mm. that's fun. you cannot. Like, put a little bunny in a cage and be like, come here, sneaky, sneaky. Like, that's that's messed up. Like,
1: don't <laughs> do that. Fairy. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Don't just, you should not do that. You should not be allowed to do that. And I like that they have a rule against it because it seems, I mean, isn't that what poachers do and stuff too? Like, yeah. they, they lure the animals off of the reserve with whatever, and then they kill them. And they're like, oh, it was off the land. It's fine. I can kill it. Whatever. Like, no, fuck you. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. And I hate snakes, but I encountered a snake the other day, though. It was a couple feet from
1: me. How big was it? Uh,
0: a couple feet.
1: Oh, God. Okay. okay.
0: It, it, like, maybe, like, two feet. Uh, um, so I was playing baseball with Ryan of Turtle Soup Show at his house. He had warned me that there was a snake in their area, and that in that woods area behind his house, that sometimes came out. I've done this for several weeks playing baseball with him and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard like a rustling, and I glanced over and I saw the snake head in the air,
1: mm.
0: like just uh, it's a black black snake, like it's a garden snake, so they're not venomous or whatever. And I just started moving away. I just I just started walking forward.
1: Uh-huh. It was
0: like a scene in midsummer, like. Where she's like crying and walking forward, but I I wasn't crying. Like it, it was basically that. Uh, I just immediately started walking forward uh, in the sense of like I don't want it to move anywhere closer to me because it was like just a couple of feet away from me. It was like right next to me, and do I you just moved forward. Do you know how, and I did a sharp turn and went towards their porch, mm. like the, the the porch, and I was like, nope, nope, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I didn't cry though. That's progress. Yeah. you – I would have cried.
1: You Just know how see. um the uh, the the uh, the Bigfoot on Wee Bear Bears doesn't want to be around people? Um, no,
0: I don't because I haven't seen that show, but okay. I think
1: it looks So there's there's a there's a Sasquatch voiced by Jason Lee on oh. Wee Bear Bears and his name is Charlie and he is very shy and does not like to be photographed, doesn't like to be around people to the point where he'll hang out with the bears but as soon as, like, a park ranger or just a person that lives in San Francisco comes around them, he screams <laughs> <his Yeah! clears throat> and runs the other direction. Yes. And that's – I would have charlie the fuck out of there. That's all yep. I was trying to <laughs>
0: I I literally it was like instinct kicking in. I, I just moved forward. I, I did straight forward and then a sharp right or a sharp left turn to go towards the porch. Like I, I was just like, nope, 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 nope. I, I literally was saying, nope, snake, nope, nope, nope. And and Ryan was like. Get out of here or whatever, like to the snake. And and just very like <laughs> passive about it. He walked toward it and was kind of like, Hey bud, go back into the woods. Like I know you want to lay in the sun, but go back into the woods. And I was just like, no, 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 no. Like <laughs> just not cool.
1: Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. Florida. Florida, man. <laughs>
0: like, I know it doesn't want to attack me. It's not it doesn't it's not venomous. Like but it doesn't matter. I don't want to deal with it. I don't like them. I don't I don't like them. I didn't say, like, kill it. I didn't put violence on it or anything. I was just like, get the fuck away from me, you demon snake.
1: Ugh. <laughs> same, but same.
0: <laughs> anyway, so now we have frogs with talons or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Like, yeah. That's, that's fun. That's
1: that- That frog is OP. You got you got two you got too much powers on one animal right there. Long tongue, slimy skin, possibly psychotropic, and now claws. Oh, possible. I didn't even think about the psychotropic (laughs) part. Yeah,
0: some of them can kill you. Like with they have are they is it poisonous or venomous?
1: The poisonous. That's if you eat them, right? Right. right. Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So so poisonous, like man. Fuck it. You know what? We underestimate frogs, guys. You got to watch out for those frogs.
1: Watch out for them, motherfuckers. You know, they could even kill you. Like, if one of them suddenly becomes attracted to you and you're kind of feeling that vibe and they want to start making out, tongue kissing. Dangerous. Don't do that to a frog. Never.
0: I am very disturbed how you got to that point where you're like, fuck it. I'm going to make out with this frog.
1: I like to know.
0: We've been inside too long.
1: (laughs) Very true.
0: They're like, you know what? I fucked that frog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Are you excited at all for Army of the Dead? What's that? That is the zombie movie directed by Zack Snyder coming out on Netflix oh. on May 21st.
0: What? Netflix on when?
1: May 21st.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm going to watch it for the show, right? <laughs> I
1: like we kind we, of need to cause. i
0: mean it's funny because there's so many things nowadays it's like are you excited for this i'm like well bitch i'm watching it anyway so i guess it better
1: be <laughs> doing it for the gram as they used to I,
0: say yeah yeah i do it for the pod like yeah. i yeah i mean i'll watch it i guess i'm not I, I have to say i did not like his uh his walking day of night of dead whatever the fuck he made in the past <laughs> I didn't like it. I'm not yeah. a I'm not a fan of that genre typically. Mm. Um, I fully admit that, and I just didn't. I wasn't into it.
1: Well, this one seems a little more madcap. This seems like it's going to be along the lines of a, a Zombie Land sort of uh, mentality. Isn't
0: Isn't Chris D'elia in that movie? How are they going to dab- Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> not Chris D'Elia. I think he is, man. Shit, I'm I'm pretty sure he's in that movie. Well, okay. I'm not, no, 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 we're not, we're not boycotting and shit. I'm just, I was just asking, like, oh, I guess they're going
1: to have to deal with that. Damn. The, obviously, he's not going to be in the trailers too much.
0: Army of the Dead. Batista. It's got a great cast. I'm, I'm looking at it. Up. I might be thinking of something else. I wonder if they can cut him
1: out of it. Like, if he is in it. Maybe. Uh,
0: I might be thinking of something else. I'm just quickly going through this. Hmm.
1: Well, it's not on his filmography on Wikipedia. No,
0: I'm think, I think I'm thinking of something else. Maybe they cut him out too or recast him. Okay. After that happened, Chris D'Elia filmed his role along with the cast, and then he was accused. Mm. Oh, Tigna Tigna uh, Natara Natara. replaced him. Oh, that's dope. Okay, I'm happy so about she this. She was filmed alone and inserted into the film for all of his scenes. Uh, and then via, you know, green screen, other special effects. So, wow. Yeah. She now replaced.
1: That, now that we've lost Christopher Plummer, I say just put a, put a, put a TIG in it. Come on. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that he was in this movie, but yeah, I guess they just, they just like cut. Cut him out, <laughs> put her in there. That's weird as hell, but now I, now I'm intrigued to see how they do that. How obvious is it gonna be?
1: I love T'Negnataro. She's great on Star Trek Discovery, and mm-hmm. just a funny woman overall, you know. So I'm all about this. This is a good idea. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna watch it, and I'm uh, yeah. now I'm like, more intrigued. At the very least, I'm intrigued from a technical standpoint.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be funny to see how they, yeah, <laughs> how they put her in. Hey guys, I hope look over it's there.
0: Hilarious. Well, yeah. I really hope it's
1: hilarious. <laughs> it makes me think that they were even kind of suspicious of fucking Chris D'elia when they were filming his scenes. Yeah, they were kind
0: of like just out of frame.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, it was in Batista's contract, just, like, keep him the fuck over there. I'm going to have to Batista bomb him if he gets close to me, all right? Don't wow. touch me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I guess that counts as well, a weird, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it ended up inadvertently being a weird story. So, yeah, no, I'm more intrigued
1: about that now. Me too. Well, that's the end of our show, folks. Thank you once again for tuning in. We've got lots going on. Of course, you know, we, uh, are going to keep you posted on the developments of the Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival. Uh, we're going to be doing that opening night. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to have the first ever snack along with Snackulus. It's going to be epic. So <laughs> we will, uh, of course keep you posted as we get closer to the day. And, uh, oh, I should also mention. <clears throat> yeah. You know, in 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 almost ironic contrast of what we discussed earlier on the episode, um we're going to be doing a little fundraising uh during the the show as well. Uh we're going to be raising funds for um Our Resilience, which is a local uh group here in Chicago. They're uh an independent not-for-profit organization dedicated to the healing and empowerment of sexual assault survivors through non-judgmental crisis intervention counseling. So, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of great things about this group and we yeah, want to support their mission and uh, we're going to let you guys do the same uh, during our show. So, uh, as I said before, we'll give you details on how we're going to accomplish yes. that very soon.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep. We are looking forward to it.
1: Right on. Not a more selfish capitalistic note. Um, <laughs> we have a Patreon Uh, (laughs) we do we do patreon is great if you like us and you like getting stuff in the mail and you like having access to a fun discord our patreon is the best patreon you can support because it's our patreon and we have wonderful adventurers that love to chat all day long in the discord check us out
0: our discord is so much fun i still love it you guys got to get
1: on this it's It's great That's true. we got memes it's like you've to It's one of the see. best
0: things we've made for the pod.
1: Like, I love it. That's right. Until Dee and I have a baby, it's the best thing we've made during this pod. Yeah. <gasps> Is this you announcing that I'm going to be an auntie? Absolutely not. <gasps> oh, <damn. laughs> if I was going to... Look, if that was the news, we wouldn't even be talking about car purchasing at this time. It'd be like, fuck, I need a house... Right that would, now, I was,
0: that would be you being like, "So we're getting a van." Yeah. And I'd be like,
1: <laughs> "We're gonna <Okay>. start touring." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So of course, check us out on social media, Lexa Matt across the board. Uh, you can find me at Mighty Ink Matt on Twitter, where I talk about wrestling and comics and try not to uh, tweet politicians because you know that's a losing game.
0: Yeah. Don't find me on any social media. I don't <laughs> want any of you. All
1: right, folks. Thank like you for to listening.
0: Not be found. I would like to not be perceived.
1: Thank you. I mean, just, just don't look at me directly. No,
0: no eye contact.
1: <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> All right, folks. I'm Matt Peters.
0: And I'm Lex Lutz.
1: Be excellent to each other.